Today, Australian households pay more because the system is rigged. Hello again, it's Martin North from Digital Finance and Delicious. Welcome to this post covering finance and property news. Well, of course, as we've been reporting, households have been hit by large rises in grocery, energy, transport, child and aged care pricing, which, of course, adds to the other cost of living pressures. But according to a bombshell report, the ongoing cost of living crisis is largely due to corporations unduly increasing prices. As the conversation reported, while extreme weather and supply delays have contributed to the increases, the inquiry into what's causing the hike has confirmed what commentators and consumers suspected, that many sectors are resorting to dodgy price practices and confusing pricing. Headed by the former Australian Consumer and Competition Commission, the ACCC boss Alan Fells, on behalf of the ACTU, the inquiry found inflation, questionable pricing practices, a lack of price transparency and regulations, a lack of market competition, supply chain problems and unrestricted price setting by retailers are all to blame for fueling the increases. The inquiry, which released its final report on Wednesday, is one of four examining price rises. The other three are being undertaken by a Senate committee the Queensland government and the ACCC, which have been given extra powers by the government. The inflation rate in Australia peaked at 7.8% in December 2022, and it's been gradually dropping since then. But of course, many people have experienced considerably stronger inflation than that, as I've been reporting. While the inquiry found higher prices contribute to inflation, it reported that businesses claimed it was inflation that caused price rises, making it a chicken or egg kind of problem. However, many businesses made enormous profits in 2022 and 2023, which the inquiry said contributed to rising prices and inflation. And in most cases, post-pandemic profit margins were much higher than before the pandemic. In addition, business pricing strategies had a big impact on product prices. In Australia, businesses often provided partial and misleading pricing information, which differed from the actual price. For example, supermarkets were discounting products by raising prices beforehand. These practices helped raise prices and were exploitative, the inquiry found. A lack of transparent pricing information caused a poor understanding by consumers of how prices were set. This was significantly worsened by a lack of competition. While market concentration was a major issue, the inquiry found prices in Australia are way higher than in many less competitive markets. And in fact, large price increases were spread across many sectors. Let's take aviation example. While it is free to set any price for airlines, Australia's largest and highest profile aviation company, Qantas, has been accused of price gouging since the pandemic. According to the Inquiry report, Qantas made a profit of $1.7 billion in 2023. That's 208% higher than in 2019. At the same time, its reputation has been badly damaged by unreliable timetables, lost baggage, and so-called ghost flights, which means selling tickets for a flight that's been cancelled or doesn't exist. Despite its huge profits and poorer service, Qantas passed on extra expenses to consumers in the form of higher airfares, the inquiry found. 
or in banking. The banking industry has a long history of being tardy in passing on the Reserve Bank's cash rate cuts to consumers. However, when the Reserve Bank started raising the cash rate, banks immediately increased their standard variable rates and passed them on to consumers. This practice kept the bank's profit margin higher. According to the Inquiry report, major banks' average profit margins have been higher since May 2022 than in the 15 years before the pandemic. And for 2022-23, the four big Australian banks' profit margins were 35.5%, compared to an average of 32.4% from 2005 to 2020. And by the way, internationally, those percentages will be even lower. Another area is childcare, where Australian households spent a good portion of their income on childcare, and for many of them, it was unaffordable. In Australia, the lack of availability and difficulty in switching services makes it even harder for working parents to find alternative options. This indicates parents are forced to pay more if the service providers raise prices. The inquiry found that the childcare sector increased fees by 20%, to 32% from 2018 to 2022. Accordingly, Australian households' out-of-pocket expenses for childcare increased more than the rate of wages growth. And for profit childcare businesses, they have higher margins than the not-for-profit centres. Another example is electricity prices. In recent years, electricity price increases have impacted all Australian households. The inquiry found both wholesale and retail electricity price crashes were responsible for these increased prices. It reported that wholesale price increases were mainly responsible for an estimated 9% to 20% increase in electricity bills in 2022-2023. The report noted that the price bidding system was largely responsible for increasing wholesale electricity prices, and the inquiry was critical of the profit margins of AGL a leading electricity retailer. It would seem that AGL needs to explain why consumers are paying $60.1 per megawatt hour more than seems to be justified by cost differentials. That is, for every consumer bill of $1,000, there is an apparent excess to be explained of $205.61 relative to prices charged to large business customers and not accounted for by genuine cost differences. And then there are the supermarkets. Supermarket prices have received the most attention recently, with the main providers being accused of price gouging. As has occurred in other sectors, profit margins were well above pre-COVID levels. In 2023, margins were more than 3.5%, compared to less than 3% in 2017 and 2018. In Australia, food prices also increased well above the inflation rate. According to the inquiry, the price increases for groceries between March 21 and September 23 varied between 90.2% and 27.3% for different categories, including cheese, bread, milk, eggs, dairy products and breakfast cereals. Farmers recently accused supermarkets of making too much profit from their crops. And this was backed up by the inquiry, which found the disproportionate market powers held by supermarkets and food processes were of significant concerns. The report noted that supermarkets increase prices when there is a shortage or cost increase, but the opposite did not happen easily when supplies were plentiful and prices were cheaper. So, standing back, among the issues common to all sectors were weak competition, 
a lack of price transparency, the difficulty consumers face switching between suppliers and providers, a lack of pricing policies and a lack of consumer awareness. While the price rises imposed by service providers and retailers were not unlawful, the increases in all sectors were significant and were hurting everyday Australians. So many of the recommendations made in the report were sector specific, but the one that applied to all areas related to the lack of regulation and pricing policies. So they recommend the ACCC should be empowered to investigate, monitor and regulate prices for the child and aged care, banking, grocery and food sectors. And this was necessary to ensure that businesses use fair and transparent pricing. And a review of all existing policies was also recommended. For example, the government should use the current aviation review to remove international and domestic restrictions on competition. And it was important that aviation stakeholders, such as airlines and airports, were involved in the process. And the report suggested the grocery code of conduct should be mandatory for the food and grocery sector. And a price register for farmers should be created. This should be a government priority to protect farmers from unfair pricing by major supermarkets and food processors. But the bottom line is this, the current pricing practices for all business sectors must be improved to provide greater transparency and to protect Australian consumers from unfair pricing. And the inquiry reports findings and recommendations are helpful to ensure fair and transparent pricing policies and improving the current regulations for price settings. But of course, it's all a question of implementation. Will anything change? And immediately, of course, the major industry sectors came out and said, nothing to see here. We're doing everything by the book. But I think this is a really, really important question because it's clear to me, looking both at my own research and more broadly at the dynamics across Australia, we seem to be able to be taken to the cleaners often by those large industry players who use various bad practices and shady operations to milk Australian consumers, which is why I keep coming back to the point that the oft-quoted inflation rate is nowhere near close to what real households have been experiencing over the last two or three years. So I welcome this report. It is unfortunately confirming what I knew to be true, and Alan Fells should be praised for calling it out. But I pose the question again, will anything change? Over to government. Do I hear crickets? I'm Martin North from Digital Finance Analytics. Many thanks for watching, and I'll see you again next time.